0: You're listening to The Couplehood Podcast, a podcast designed for parents who want to keep their romantic relationships thriving and build their most intentional life. I'm your host, Allison Villa, psychotherapist and relationship expert. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. We are digging into a really juicy topic today. We're going to chat about Intimacy beyond sex. I know many couples feel like, Oh my goodness, what's wrong if we're not having sex right now? Or if our sex life has changed, what does this mean about us? And what do we do? I'm here to unpack all of that with you today and also to normalize that intimacy is not just about the physical intimacy. It's not just about sex. So we're going to talk about the five types of intimacy. We're going to talk about what to do when your physical intimacy changes, when it's less frequent or when it's not physically possible. And then at the very end, I'm going to leave you with three conversation starters for you to bring to your partner to open up this conversation. Let's begin. Sex is the act of reproduction. Us humans as mammals, we are one of the very few mammals that experience pleasure during reproduction and that pleasure during reproduction is what brings intimacy that is the pleasure of sex for us as humans and this is why also that closeness that intimacy that we feel during sex when it's not there we crave it or we wonder oh my gosh what's going on things have changed in our relationship we've had one kid now we've got two kids how do we find the time we're tired we have no energy there's kids around all the time like there are so many reasons why the physical aspect of intimacy does change i want to normalize that this happens in all relationships as you know there's four relationship seasons Coping, coasting, connected, and confident. And when you are in the coping season, when there is an external factor like having a new baby or starting a new job or moving to a new house or an internal factor like a breakdown of trust, and that puts you in the coping season... You know, physical intimacy is a lot harder. And it's the same thing in coasting. In the coasting season, it doesn't come as naturally because you're just moving out of being in a coping season when you're in coasting. So it's almost like you have to retrain yourselves as a couple to rebirth what you want your intimacy to look like. And of course, as you move into connected, the connected season, and then the confident season, that's where you get to explore your intimacy vision, which is so incredible because as you move through the seasons, it's really normal. There's going to be seasons, like I said, where your energy and your focus it's not able to go towards your physical intimacy. However, what I am so excited to share with you today is that there are other ways to maintain your intimacy in those moments, in those seasons, where physical intimacy is less frequent or maybe not possible, right? If you've just given birth, if you might have some health conditions happening where where physical intimacy isn't possible, don't worry, we are gonna talk today about There are five types of intimacy, physical intimacy, of course, being one of them. There's also emotional intimacy. There's affection and touch. There's intellectual intimacy and there's spiritual and creative intimacy, not just sexual intimacy, right? There's so many more ways to connect with each other beyond the physical. And I would even argue that those in between moments of connection, I call those emotional foreplay. Those make when you are really good at your emotional foreplay and all these other types of intimacy, it elevates your sexual and physical intimacy even more once you have the time. and space to get back into that so let's talk about these in a little bit more detail emotional intimacy so let's say you've just had a baby You're physically not able to have sex and you're going through a lot of changes in your own body and your partner is also going through changes as they see you going through the physical changes and there's a lot going on in your relationship in these this early year of becoming parents, right? Emotional intimacy is a wonderful way to stay connected when that physical aspect is not possible. Emotional intimacy, what is that? That is you talking about the things that... Your heart is, is speaking about, right? How, how you're feeling about becoming parents. How you're feeling about the change in your relationship. How you're feeling about the changes in your lifestyle. You know, there is, there's so much that happens when you become parents and there can be a lot of grief that you, you can't even anticipate until you're going through it. This grief of your former life, it really does happen. And it's amazing because with that grief, you're also in a rebirth. And those these two things exist together and it can feel quite confusing. So that's a wonderful connection point for you in these early days, months of becoming new parents is to really focus on that emotional connection. Talk about all those things that you're feeling, all those conflicting feelings that each of you are having, even talking about the longing for the physical intimacy, how much you're missing going on date nights, how much you're missing, you know, the sex that you used to have or going out and what that used to look like. When you still speak about the things that you long for, it keeps you connected, right? This is not shaming or blaming each other. This is empathizing and sharing and remembering that you are individuals outside of your role as parents and we all need to be seen as individuals outside of that role right we need to be seen heard and understood yes you are parents it's such a beautiful and important role in your life it will change you forever obviously And your children are going to grow up and they are going to grow up to be their own amazing individuals as well. And you still need to have that sense of autonomy within yourself and within your own individuality. So talking about these things, that is the emotional intimacy that we want you to keep alive as you move through all of the seasons. So that's one way to connect beyond sex. Another type of intimacy is affection and touch. It's the in-between moments. And it's going to be different for each person and each couple, right? Everyone is unique. And so obviously that makes every couple unique. And I want you to keep this in mind as I'm going through these different types of intimacy. There's no right or wrong. Do not compare yourself to others or compare how you think Other couples are doing or not doing or what they're doing or what they're, what they are doing or not doing. Just focus on you. What do you need? What's happening with you and your partner? Bring it back to you. So affection and touch is another beautiful form of intimacy, right? Those are the in-between moments. That is touching your partner's hand while they're doing the dishes. That's a little bum tap on your way out the door. That is a kiss first thing in the morning, that is snuggling as you go to bed at night or while you're watching a show, that is Saturday mornings having sexy shower time so you're having skin-to-skin time with each other. All of these little moments of affection and touch, these are all the ways that we stay connected with our intimacy as a couple when the sexual intimacy is not on the table as much as you may like. Remember these in between moments, these are so important, right? This emotional foreplay, this is what I, this is how I kind of encompass all of these other types of intimacy. I consider it emotional foreplay because when you are consistent with your emotional foreplay, it just, like I said before, it elevates your, your sexual, your physical intimacy once that becomes more frequent. And then of course, once you bring sex sex back into the picture again, you've got all of these other ways to connect and it just, elevates your connection as a couple. It's so, so incredible. So affection and touch. That's another one. Intellectual intimacy. This is another great one. And this can look like sharing an article with your partner and then chatting about it or sharing a podcast like this one with them and then chatting about it. What are the ways that you feel intellectually challenged and how can you do that together with your partner? This is another way for intimate connection, intellectual intimacy. And the last one I want us to look at is spiritual and creative intimacy. These are kind of lumped into the same one. And this year, being a huge year, 18 months of pandemic and so much going on for all of us, I've what I've witnessed in many couples that I work with is this element of spirituality of trying to make sense of been, of what's been going on in the world and connecting on a spiritual level with each other. That is so intimate, right? Like remembering that we're all part of something greater. I mean, everybody has different belief systems, of course, but the spiritual intimacy and exploring that with your partner. I mean, we've been living through an existential crisis, right? Existential meaning The fear of death and where do we go and what is next? Is there anything next? This opens up so many conversations around spirituality. So that is another opportunity to connect and be intimate when you explore that together as a couple. In terms of creative intimacy, starting new projects together. What are ways that you're creative together? My husband and I, we gave both of our daughters a ukulele. And so we have two little ukuleles in our house. And when they go to bed, we play their ukuleles and just like do a little, you know, just sing together. And I was a performer. You guys may know this. I was a professional singer and dancer, you know. Back in my old life. So I love to sing, but my husband, he, it's not, it's not his thing. He loves music. He enjoys music, but it's something just creative that we get to do together, right? This is another type of intimacy. Music is creative. Building something together is creative. Designing a new room in your house or a new nursery. Like these are creative projects that also build intimacy and connection. I want to leave you with three conversation starters because this can be a really vulnerable topic. And so I want to give you some maybe gentle conversation starters so that you can bring this into the conversation with your partner in a way that is easy and simple and takes any sort of judgment out of the conversation because it can be it can be a really triggering topic so how do you approach this in a gentle manner so this is one conversation starter i want to leave you with which is what does intimacy mean to you It's a great question to ask yourself and a great one to ask your partner. Obviously, you could open it up to then explore and be like, oh, there's these five types of intimacy. (laughs) That would be a great segue, but it is really just generally a great question to ask. Like, what does intimacy mean to you? It's literally different to each person. Second question, what does emotional foreplay look like to you? And of course, if you're asking your partner this, you get to tell them like, What does emotional foreplay mean? Those are the moments in between. Those are all of those five types of intimacy. Well, I just shared four with you because the fifth one is sexual intimacy, of course. But those four types of intimacy that we we unpacked today, what do they look like in your day-to-day life? So what does emotional foreplay look like in your daily life? And my last question for you is, which one of these five types of intimacy is calling to you at this time and you're going to notice when you ask your partner this you may have different types of intimacy that you each need and this is a really important thing to consider and to listen to when you are bringing this to your partner so ask them yeah which one which one of these five types of intimacy are you craving the most right now if you are a nursing mama right now affection touch and and sexual intimacy are probably not the things that you're craving you might be craving more emotional intimacy at this time or maybe even intellectual intimacy right so it's going to be different for each of you going to remind you again what the five types of intimacy are. Number one, emotional intimacy. Number two, affection and touch. Number three, intellectual intimacy. Number four, spiritual and creative intimacy. And number five, sexual intimacy. I hope this has been useful for you and it helps to normalize wherever you are on your journey as a couple. Know that Every single relationship goes through highs and lows and different frequencies of their physical intimacy and keeping these, you know, five types of intimacy as a part of your relationship toolbox is so, so important because then when the physical intimacy is not as present, this helps for you to stay connected as a couple through all of those seasons. Thank you so much for being here today, and I wish you well in your conversation with your partner as you gently unpack intimacy beyond sex. All right, you guys, wishing you well, and we will connect next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Couplehood Podcast. It says so much about you that you're carving out this time for yourself and for your relationship. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Head over to AllisonVilla.com to learn more. A special shout out to my podcast editor, Emily Millane from theultimatecreative.com. You are a rock star. All right, you guys, until next time, I'm Alison Villa wishing you love on your couplehood journey.